Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Snap that off in the armrest of the airplane. I turn my headphones into wireless headphones, basically. Wait a second, the- bam, we're live. Wait a second. Your podcast runs on such a shoestring budget that you broke your headphones <laughs> on the flight back to what, what island do you live on? No, I broke my headphones on the flight to America. So to I had America. Dude. Hey, that bro. I'm t- on my flight to Dubai. Okay. Uh, um, uh, will you, uh, will you uh, pull up Amazon? D- have you bought new ones, Pedro? No. Okay. Um, uh, Sousa, yep. those Rode headphones... Can we yeah. can we get those for Pedro and send those to Ireland? Can, can we, we buy those on Amazon? And send those. Message. Have you bought new ones yet, Pedro? I want to gift you a pair for for your. I don't normally pay people for coming on the show, but I want to gift you a pair of headphones for coming on the show. No, I haven't. That would be very kind of you. No, I okay. haven't. Well, do you, you want those ones? Won't that change his whole setup? Because then a lot. No, not not the jack. They have actual headphones that can just plug into. Oh. It's both. Those Rode ones yeah, can do whatever. Can either use it with the mic or not. Yeah, oh. those are bisexual. Those can go. <laughs> they good do plug, they don't plug. yeah you can take those on the road okay uh um uh road headphones they have a mini roadcaster for traveling yeah that's sick Pedro, do they have the headphones on or anything it looks like a I gopro what the fuck's up with your setup Suze? i can't even hear you i, so I wasn't planning to be on the show <laughs> i was oh, doing oh. stuff in the background so i didn't have the roadcaster or anything turned on I mean, we had a full house, and nobody wants to hear about my stuff for the games. You look good, by the way, with your beard like that. Me? Scruffy. Yeah. yeah. Rugged. Do I look rugged? Pedro, what are some of the slang words? Do you, do you have words for fellatio? Is, is head a word for fellatio in um, Ireland? Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Like, oh, I got some good head. Yeah. Okay. And um, we say PP slurping as well. Oh. No, you don't. Oh. oh, you don't. Okay, good. Oh, my goodness. Please don't ever say that on my show. God damn it. Uh, start the show over, please. <laughs> Hang up and start the show over. We're going to have to end and we'll come back. Yeah. Three minutes early. <laughs> What's up? Hey, there's always one guy who takes it too far. It's always the same guy. Well, and it's usually, it's usually pretty quick. It's that monkey in the middle. Damn. Wait, hold on, hold on. There well, we go. There it is. <laughs> also, that shoe fits too. Uh, speaking of head, keep your head up, Pedro. I'm trying to put on my fucking toe spacers. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Mr. Spin, hi. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. How are you? Looking good. Sorry, I just swore I just swore three minutes in. Sorry. Now we got the setup going. Uh, Chase Ingram, professional commentator for a sport that is uh, a, actually a professional sport. It's not like women's gymnastics in the Olympics, which is just a bunch of judges who judge it. Amateurs. It's not like diving, just judged by judges. How fucking per- 
unprofessional are those stupid ass sports? Oh my God, CrossFit's not professional. Well, at least uh, our scores are empirically driven mm. by a fucking timer. Oh, but There's it's not professional. Concept. Oh, is it? That's true. It's not professional, huh? Well, did you know that Don Fall and Dave Castro, two of the main leaders of this sport, of uh, the decisions they made determine whether people lived or died? Well, I, I guess that would make pharma a uh, professional too, the head of Pfizer. <laughs> uh, Caleb, hi. Hi. Headphones. Caleb, just because I brought you in doesn't mean you get to stay. I'll leave. He could stay. I could go. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the CrossFit Games update show. We have one professional commentator. We have, uh, for DEI reasons, we have someone from Europe. We have Mr. (laughs) Spin, uh, the fastest news news source in the uh, CrossFit space. We have Caleb hiding in the back with Matt Souza, the executive producer of the Seven Podcast. Uh, Today, we have two great guests. Um, uh, Jessica... I think her last name now is Cahoy. Mm-hmm. We'll find out if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, it's been a while since I talked to her. The last time I talked to her during the behind the scenes, she was a fittest nurse. Chase, what was her deal? She was like the fittest nurse oh, on planet yeah. Earth or something, competing at the CrossFit Games. Yeah, I think she had that that occupational uh, title. Which is pretty crazy to have an occupational title and be in that in at the Games, right? These days, yeah. Um, and uh, I ran into her again, and uh, I'm, I, I either has a kid or she was pregnant or both. I can't remember, but she was yeah. back uh, by the corrals. I'm like, girl, what are you doing here? And she goes, that's my athlete. And I'm like, holy cow. And it was Ty Jenkins, a young man that Brian Friend had pointed out to me, who is a complete savage. So we have her on the show today to talk about the CrossFit Games, what it's like coaching, what it's like going from a pro uh, CrossFit athlete to, um, to 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 coaching a kid who looks like he's going to be a superstar in the sport. And then also, of course, we have the great um, Colton Mertens. Um, I feel like I, I birthed him myself. I apologize to Colton's mom, but um, I, I have some of those fresh marks. And uh, Colton will be on here. Prepares to go to Rogue. Uh, we will be talking about the Rogue qualifier. Um, I have been uh, bugging uh, the the owners of Rogue, Dear Bill and Katie, to try to get uh, one of them on uh, during the Rogue Invitational every night. So hopefully we'll be covering that and harassing them. And then uh, I think invitations for Dubai have come out. And then the uh, climax of the show is uh, Mr. Spin's uh, top top uh, athletes in the world. You think the CrossFit game, Games crowns the top athletes in the world. That is actually not true. That is a proxy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm using that word right. A proxy. That is a proxy to uh, something that Pedro votes in. Um, please, uh, Pedro has gotten up in the middle of the night to join us. And so I'm, I told myself before I got on the show today, uh, allow Pedro extra talking time. So if yeah. any, you have any questions for Pedro, if you want to see him get to the say get to the chopper or <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask him who the queen of his country is or whatever, um, feel free to pepper him. You can also call in uh, periodically. We'll run this number down on the bottom. Um, okay, so we're off. Uh, in one minute, uh, Jessica will be uh, joining us. Uh, Mr. Spin. Oh. There is a chance at some point during the show we will be talking about these crazy rumors that are that are flying around everywhere that there's going to be some big, big changes uh, at HWPO 
that are that are fly, that are oh sorry those rumors sorry the, at brute <laughs> and at proven uh, all three camps have some crazy crazy fun rumors fun it's fun here he is it's fun they're fun don't you think they're fun it's fun right we love the athletes we want to know where they're going why are you leaving what they're doing who they're doing <laughs> whatever <Ooh. laughs> yeah yes. <laughs> Hear it all, and we have Mr. Uh, Page. Do people send you rumors to your um, DMs? Um, sometimes, sometimes, like yeah, like questions, like oh, what's this, you know, have you heard anything about whatever? But I never hear like, never hear juicy stuff. I always have hear. You heard, have you heard today that Daniel Brandon's going uh, moving to Vegas? Have you heard that today? Yeah, some uh, guy living in Newport sent me that a while back. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, uh, Mister <laughs> Asshole, uh, Mister Spin. That was in your text message. I told you that, not in your DMs. Uh, Mister Spin, do you get? Um, do people send you rumors? Occasionally, occasionally. Um, daily, maybe not as much as some as like the Hiller side of things, but uh, I wouldn't say daily. Um, I think when when different competitions kind of come up and things like that, I get more of it. Um. I've gotten some rumors on where the games might be or possibly semifinals next year from people, um, but not enough that I could go pull a, uh, another news source and publish something like that yet. Okay. Uh, and, and, and Chase Ingram, is that true that the Cross the Games are moving to Fort Worth, Texas? I have no idea. Liar. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> <laughs> sips coffee slowly uh okay uh do you guys know about ty jenkins do you guys know about the lad how did he finish how did he end up finishing uh when i ran into ty he was he won four straight uh events um i saw him over at the ice baths um outside of north park which is a really cool setup crossfit had a really cool setup right that yeah. had, were there enough ice baths there for everyone i think there were it looked I think there like were 40 ice baths. I never saw anyone waiting. Fresh with ice. Oh, I, I may have been the only one back there. Sorry, I forgot. None of you guys had credentials to go back there, and Chase <laughs> was, was actually working. That was a well, I, Sorry, sorry, sorry. So right outside of North Park, you would go under the bleachers. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so so the kid won by it. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, he, he had five out of eight first-place finishes, so pretty strong. Holy cow. Okay, so a first, a first, a first, a first. And then I, I think I saw him after the uh, pulling power event, if that was in the North Park. And that's uh, when uh, Brian Friend pointed him out to me, and that's when we were over at the Ice Buckets. Um, doesn't even flinch. Gets in, talking to me while he gets in. Oh, it's Colton? Colton is here? Yeah, I, I, I was going to introduce and bring him in, and I thought you were going to do it, and then I was like, maybe he didn't. Oh, I can't see him. I can't oh, okay. see him. All right. All oh, right. Was that when you said, he, here he is? That was about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, sure. maybe he's gone. I don't know. I thought you were building something up, so I was like, maybe he's going to introduce him. I didn't want to step on your toes. Oh, well, no, thank you. Oh, fuck maybe. fuck you, Ty. Sorry. Uh, there he is, Colton. Hey. Jesus Christ. Oh, my. Hi, Colton. Uh, yeah. What's up, guys? I thought that was your boy <laughs> sitting in there hanging in the wind. I'm, I'm on a I'm on a laptop with a little tiny like travel monitor on my left. I didn't even see Colton. He was down low. Dude, you look you look loose. Oh, you look kind of like you're in a uh, outside of a 7-Eleven, and I'm supposed to see how tall you are as you stand. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like with that line right uh, there. I'm at CrossFit Kilo. Hey, there you go. God, that place is huge. Yeah, it's nice. 
Hey, Colton, is, is, is CrossFit Kilo in any way uh, related to the people who do the websites, who do my website? Um, I don't think so. Who does your website? I think it's someone, isn't it someone called Kilo, uh, Sousa? Because there were a bunch of people sitting at the finish line inside the Coliseum and they had Kilo shirts. And I kept filming them for B-roll thinking that it was going to be, yeah, these guys. Oh, it's the same logo. So are, are these guys affiliated? They're not affiliated uh, with your gym? I don't think so. Not that I know, unless they have a side business. They have a lot of business going on, but I don't think they're doing websites. Maybe, okay. though. Okay. I don't think so. Hey, Sousa, this is the problem. Uh, Elise, uh, Sevon has a website. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, how are you doing? Uh, fully, uh, when, when, when you leave the games, um, do you need, there it is. When you, when you leave the games, um, is it like me? Like, I'm invigorated when I leave the games. And other people are like, hey, did you recover? I'm like, did I recover? I'm fucking pumped. Uh, do people ask you that? Do you need to recover or are you recovered? Um, yeah, I'm recovered. I just, there's about two days where I was pretty tired and just wanted to relax. So I just did my farm work, worked in the house, and <clears throat> tried to relax a little bit. But then it was like Wednesday, and I was kind of ready to work out again. But I took a full week off from doing any training and then – Started doing like one workout a day after that, and now I'm starting to ramp it back up again. We've got the road qualifier going on right now, so I just did two workouts for that today. I just finished cool. the second one like five minutes before I got on here. How was that one? Good. Well, I did. I didn't do them in order. I did uh, events one and four today, so I got two and three tomorrow. I figured these would be the two that are the least damaging and easiest for me to recover from personally, just based on my strengths. The Handstand push-ups and snatches aren't going to be um, super damaging, and I didn't think the overhead squat and clusters would be either. So what's the deal with the road qualifiers? Is it the same as last year? Uh, 15 people are invited and five people have to qualify, uh, men and women, so 2020? As far as I know, um, I know it says at least five will get um, yeah. come from the qualifier. So I'm not sure how many they invite or who they invite <clears throat> or if they do any backfills at all. Um, yeah, I assume they invite like top 15 yep. and then they take whoever accepts and then maybe invite a few more people that they want to come. And then after that, it's uh five plus from the qualifier. Uh, Colton, uh, last year, I think it was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone jump in, but I think it was, tra uh, Travis Mayer who somehow had some sort of, and, and maybe someone else, Dallin Pepper, someone else, there was a couple guys who had an issue with the filming, right? There was just like a, a mm. minor error and they didn't you get to go. Too. You had it too, right? Yeah. Didn't Colton have it? Oh, you yeah. had it, Colton? <laughs> well, uh, I think Travis didn't weigh his weights in his video. His submission video didn't weigh his weights. Uh, I think he was using road gear and figured it would be okay, but it, it says you have to weigh it no matter what. And then uh, my problem was one of the workouts was like, uh, I think it was like you do X amount of clean and jerks each round and the, the reps go down and weight goes up and you have some other stuff afterwards. And I think like my first or second round, I did one rep too few. So they just stopped my workout right there. So I only got Dang. one or two rounds in. Um, so that ended up taking me out of qualification. Uh, does that stress you out? Like now this year, are you like, did, like, does that like give you no. some OCD? No, no, <laughs> no, it used to, but I mean, <clears throat> now I could just, um, try and be prepared when setting up the workouts, go over them well, read the standards very thoroughly. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you make a mistake, like shit happens sometimes, but, uh, I'm not going to waste my energy worrying about it. I'll just focus on performing my best. We'll see what happens.
uh, uh, you really want to go, it's like, hey, that's an important thing for you to go to the Rogue uh, Invitational? It's very important to go to Rogue. It's uh, probably the most well-run competition I've ever been to in the past. And um, it's really good exposure because there's only 20 athletes there. And it's a good payout as well. And um, I believe last year and the year before, they started covering 100% of the athletes' travel or you got like a sizable travel stipend. So, um, yeah, that's like the main event that everybody wants to go to every year outside of the games, in my mind. Uh, I said it was the most exclusive event in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could be <clears throat> like a games athlete and still be a long ways from qualifying from ro for Rogue. It's interesting, but makes it very uh, well, um, I want to I want to come back to that in one second. What you just said. Uh, don't forget what he just said. That that was uh, that was a bit of a um, a brain teaser right there. A bit of a riddle. Um, but I, I want to go back to what you just said, Chase, real quick about it being an exclusive event. Uh, one more thing that someone said on the show this morning, and I didn't see it. And afterwards, I was talking with Andrew Hiller about it. Let me tell you how inclusive CrossFit is, by the way, for anyone who thinks that it's exclusive. Let me tell you what exclusive is. Exclusive is the NFL. Exclusive is the NBA. Exclusive is the NHL. These are these are not that I give a shit. I love exclusive. I love exclusive. I love an all men's club that only billionaire pygmy dwarfs are allowed into. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I ain't shitting on it. I love that we're playing an island that only inbred Irish dudes that eat potatoes are allowed to live on. I love what it. What else do I do? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Just want to make sure you're awake. Yeah, I um, hear you talk. Thank you. But you are not getting into the NFL unless you fucking go to college, you play high school, you do jump through all their fucking stupid little hoops. You're not going. You're not going to the Olympics unless you jump through all their stupid little hoops. Anybody, anybody can become the fittest man in the world in what is the premier crown for fitness on planet Earth, hands down. Everyone knows. Shut the fuck up. Even so just remember that the next time you ne the next time you try to say that this fucking thing and that's what makes it such a premier um a crown title also because this net is wide so tired of this shit calling anything that crossfit does exclusive okay sorry but what did you say colton sorry it's on my high horse what did you say i was just taking a shot at hunter mcintyre oh thank you what'd you say tell him oh yes yes thank you please say it again he deserves a shot <laughs> you can even get uh invited if you don't qualify sometimes Thank you. Oh, that's a shot at Ben Smith, too. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so what were you saying? You were saying that even games athletes can't go to Rogue? What, what, are, you, what are you telling us about Rogue? It's hard? Yeah, I mean, um, it's more exclusive than even the World Championships, which I think is interesting. Um, definitely don't think it's a bad thing, but it's just, uh, you know, most other sports, it would be uh, really weird to see an event where it's like, you know, even people – who qualified to compete at the world championships, half of them aren't even going to be able to go. And, and why is that? Is that, is that something you're saying? It's not something bad, but is that because rogues harder or it's not as well balanced or why is that? It's in the same family. It's still CrossFit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I think they're just more interested in showcasing the, um, <clears throat> the tip of the spear um athletes and you know that's top 20 in the world for their strongman comp it's even more difficult they only get 10 dudes and it's uh it's completely invite only you can't do any qualifier to get into that so i know mean, those guys have a really tough road if you want to come compete at rogue you're gonna have to go to the world championships and then probably place 
top 10 and then even then you might still have to cross your fingers you get an invite okay so um uh crossfit is toyota toyota is good make a ton of good cars last a long time but rogue is uh ferrari mm. okay yeah, okay not a dig not a dig at crossfit at all toyota's a fantastic car mm. rogue yeah, I is. Think, um, yeah the test is a little bit different um the programming at rogue typically is not just focused on finding the fittest out of those 20 athletes it's more of a showcase as well yeah i think that's why you have some events like um we had the shooting event one year and you have the log lift uh last year and i do some different things like that where it's like um <clears throat> i think that's similar with some other off-season events as well where um from my perspective the programming is not designed specifically with just finding the fittest but more so putting on a showcase for the athletes and fans which is not a bad thing either if you wouldn't have made that error last year would you have uh, qualified for rogue Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have got uh, spot. You would have. Uh, Pedro is um, uh, Colton Merton's going to uh, Pedro. First of all, let me ask you: Have you looked at the workouts for Rogue? I have not, so don't feel bad if you haven't. No, just when Chase sent them in that time. Oh, just when Chase? Oh, what? He sent them into the group chat. And I just looked. Oh shit! The, oh, you're in. A, you're on that chat, Pedro. Who added yeah, you? I'm just a wildfire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chase. Is is Colton Mertens going to outside of any errors? Is Colton Mertens going to uh, Rogue this year? Is he going to qualify? It's tough, man. It's tough. It's in there's five exactly. There's five spots, and there's a lot of great athletes getting left out of the invites. And that's when we're talking about like exclusivity, and and it's not a negative thing at all. It's like fifteen are invited. Backfills could be some of that, right from the beginning. Five only qualify. Basically, you're cutting out more than half of the game's field to put into the qualifier should they want to sign up. And that's also including everybody that didn't make the games this year, too. Like, it's tough. And there's only and four these, and, and these yeah. animals, I bet you, I bet you Jorge, uh, uh, Jorge Fernandez is also trying to get in. Uh, he's not, he, didn't, he wouldn't get an invite because he didn't go individual, but God knows he's a savage, right? And El Chama and, like, these guys who are going to come over from team also, right? It's, it's a... Well, it's also those that, like I said, those that didn't make the games. Like, you know, Colton spent all year comp- like competing to qualify and then just wrecked shop while he was at the games and had to recover from it, just like you're saying, taking some time off. But then you got athletes like Gima Heros that didn't qualify, who didn't have to, like, pour himself into games training and could be getting prepped for something like this. Or even Ricky Garrard, if he's healthy. Prep, like, so there, there's, there's people that didn't even make the games that could be physically in better shape and condition to do well in these qualifiers. Uh, Colton, uh, will you respond to that? Tell me, are, I, I'm going to, I want to push back on Chase and be like, you're, the games actually made you fitter. Am I wrong? Or- um, it probably had a higher peak, but um, it's not sustainable. That level of training and stress in your body is not sustainable. So you have to, you know, you, you have that big come up for the games and you had to come down somewhat at least uh, and recover. And um, like I've really only been doing, I really haven't been doing a lot of hard training or high, super high volume training the past two weeks. You know, I took a week off and then a week of doing like one cardio piece a day. And then this week I started doing some higher intensity stuff. And now here we are for Rogue. But um, I mean, I feel pretty fit. I feel pretty strong. I feel like I've recovered really well. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it could be a bit of an advantage if you didn't have to peak for the games. If you had an injury or dismissed that on qualifying. And um, maybe now you're peaking a little bit more now. But I still think my fitness is as good as anybody's. Uh, Pedro, 
You impressed yeah. with Colton's performance at the games this year, or uh, is it uh, 18th place? Are you impressed, or did you expect more from him? Uh, I'm very impressed. I think especially when you consider that in January he was almost running the adaptive division with his <laughs> autoimmune disease. I think it's pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Pedro, what do you think? Um, I'm going to ask Colton the same thing. What do you think? Um, is his confidence higher after the games this year? Does, do you think? Do you think that Colton go, went to the games and he's like, "Fuck!" Like he feels he believes in himself more, or uh, less after the games this year? Um, I think if he believed in himself less, he'd be so weird answering this question in front of him. <laughs> I think if he believed in himself, that's less, what makes the show good. Just make it weird. <laughs> Embrace the weirdness. Embrace the weirdness. I think if he believed in himself less, if he didn't think he was on course for where he was trying to go, he'd be being very harsh on himself. I think it was like an impressive, an impressive display. I think he did a lot of things that people who don't watch this show or who don't follow him might not have expected him to be able to do. And I think he surprised a lot of people who weren't like he announced himself to a lot of people. I think this year, uh, um, uh, Colton, uh, two part question: um, Do you have more belief in yourself? And is there is that a good thing, or do you think that because part of me thinks that you need to. Be a hungry. You're the kind of guy who who needs to be hungry and have something to prove. Yeah, it's kind of like there's these two forces inside of you going kind of opposite directions. But I mean, so my first year of the games, I placed 31st and was disappointed not to make the cuts. Second year, come back, um, feeling more confident, ended up doing worse, and um, was really doubting myself after that. And like honestly, right after the games, was just like hard to get back into training. Uh, I felt like I was like off course and. <clears throat> it was really hard to have that fire. And then, um, like, honestly, that's when Gabe and Paper Street came in and um, started supporting me. And just, like, feeling that belief from him and myself really kind of lit the fire again. And um, You, you know, drank just... a fucking cup of coffee and a guy gave you a 1000 bucks, and all of a sudden you're back in the games? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> well, like, I was expecting the last year to be, like, a breakout season, and I'm like, now I'm going to be able to get some sponsors. I'm going to be able to train full time. I'm going to be able to build the gym home. I'm not going to have to train in the garage and farm all day, which not all, I like farming, but it's fucking sucks when you have to do CrossFit training afterwards. And um, so, like, I was kind of hoping for that and then did worse. I was like, well, here we go again. But, um, yeah, I just kept working, believing in myself for the next year. And yeah, I just um, really had a big shift mentally where I was not super focused on just results, but focused on effort and preparation and just taking a lot of the stress away from the performance aspect of things. And, you know, it's a little bit ironic, but that mindset leads to a lot better performance in the end. Uh, that's not really Paper Street Coffee because it would be ST Coffee. No one go to paperstreetcoffee.com. It's paper st coffee, and uh, uh, please someone report that to uh, our HR department. Uh, there was a quote up there from Twitch. Who the fuck watches this show on Twitch? Two two people apparently, because that's the second Twitch company. <laughs> Everyone, hang on. We're gonna hear from Brian Spin. I know. I can see all the comments. Tell the rest of these knuckleheads to shut up. Only you only want to hear from Brian Spin. Give me a second. I'm gonna get to the the brain. Colton, uh, do you have an advantage because Sevon loves you? No, oh no. Uh, uh, Wad Zombie, do you have an advantage because you've trained on uneven floors for years? 
Does um, your ghetto lifestyle uh, help uh, you at all? The hardships of being a poor white farmer. It did help me herniate some disc in my back right at quarterfinals. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's life's a lot better after the gym home, getting close to being finished. Training is like exponentially better being able to do rope climbs in workouts and uh, doing them inside and not outside, you know, to do wall balls inside and lift on a floor that doesn't give and it's not slanted and all this stuff turns out makes a big difference and uh, it's, I'm feeling it, feeling good, feeling a lot of progress. Mr. Spin, two questions for you. First one's easy. Is he going to make rogue? Second one's hard. At what point does Colton... Uh, to use the uh, in the UFC, Max Holloway, one of the greatest fighters who ever lived, who's still very active, uh, has stopped sparring. At what uh, is Colton going to make it to Rogue? And at what point in Colton's career is he going to have to start dialing it back a little bit and trust uh, the fitness he's built up? Uh, I think these workouts on the mm-hmm. online qualifier set up really well for Colton. Um, we talked about it on Wednesday at the show, and I mean. I'm I'm sure workout four was was in your wheelhouse. Um, so what was workout there, four? A, can can you? It's the wall facing handstand push ups and snatches. Okay. Uh, with an ascending ladder. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you go through these and really you don't see much that you say Colton can't do well on. Um, I think they kind of they kind of line up for him. Um, I, I don't. I wouldn't say that there's a time where he's got to rely on where his fitness is and not improve. I mean, you see guys still PR in years and years later. So, I mean, I think there's still, you know, we always talk about the games and how you want to see improvement year over year. Right. And we've seen that this year, right. We went from 30 something to what 18th, I think it was this year. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a great improvement and that builds confidence and, um, hope to see him continue to build on that going forward. Are the are the invites for Rogue? So is it just top fifteen of the games get invited no matter what, and then five plus more depending on how many? Is it? Like if you're a, yeah. if you're a Rogue athlete and you're seventeenth, so <laughs> there's there's some politics in it. Obviously, the, the top fifteen get an automatic invite. I'm sorry, Bill and Katie. I apologize. Uh, remove Mr. <laughs> Stin, please. <laughs> <laughs> they, okay they, take two take two there's they, some um, sorry Mr. yeah so top 15 get invited and the fo- top five qualifiers get invited if anybody declines their invite that's kind of where it's up to rogue to how they want to do it so last year they they invited annie thor's daughter um she obviously wasn't top 15 she didn't do the qualifier but she, they invited her um and there were quite a few women that did not come and accept their invite last year. So they went down the list. They did pass a few athletes up without um, inviting they, them, without inviting them. And that's where yeah. you say there's some politics involved yep. because theoretically what you're saying is if, if they would have invited 15 and someone doesn't show, they would go to 16, they would go to 17. What you're saying is they skipped some and didn't invite them and invited the uh, two-time champ Icelandic queen, Annie Thor's daughter. Yeah. They, they skipped her. And then I want to say, um, it was like they didn't. Uh, they, they invited Lucy Campbell, but she was hurt. Danny Spiegel, Ellie Turner, Mat- Matilda Garns, but they skipped Karen Freyova, Paige Semenza, 
Thury Helga daughter, and then went to Caroline Prevo. Oh, interesting. So, wow. Um, now, Caroline has quite a bit of history with Rogue. She's done the the like the like record breakers and stuff like that. And I think is oh. you know. So she okay. has a lot of history with him, kind of like Annie, um, but maybe not, you know, household name as Annie compared comparatively. But yeah, they they passed a few of those up and went with so, Caroline. Just to just to throw it out there, there may be something in there that is that is written down somewhere that we haven't seen that says uh if it goes outside of these fifteen Obviously, it's up to them to decide, but it might be who's ever won the most rogue qualifiers in the previous year, or some shit like that, even, right? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, I think okay, it's... you don't think so. You're not buying it. Okay. Uh, hold on. Bill's texting me. Okay. Uh, I won't let Spin on here again. No problem. Sir. <laughs> There's a weird red dot on Spin's forehead. Just <laughs> can I finish this show with Spin? All right. Let's say I can finish this show with you. Uh, um, Cave Dastro, uh, Colton is a good dude, kilo trained. Go trained. I know oh, one year, um, they invited, I think it was the year they did all 20 invites, and um, they invited Ben Smith, who didn't qualify for the games at all that year, wasn't doing team or anything. So it's just kind of like, once they get through those first 15, I think, then it's just like dealer's choice, whoever they want to attend. Uh, fair, fair enough. Uh, look at uh, uh, Caleb uh, doing some home cooking and influencing the show by highlighting uh, comments. Um, thanks for streaming this on Twitch. I love this app more than YouTube, so I really appreciate it. I think everyone on Twitch is a bot, but okay, if you, if you say so. Um, uh, look at you. God, Caleb is really fucking speaking of politics. His card sold for 110. Oh, no shit. Whose card? Colton's card? Yeah. The one on eBay? Yeah. Damn. I think it was, uh, Wild Zombie, do you know who bought it? I think I know who bought it. I don't know if, I, <laughs> if they want me saying, I guess. Uh, my favorite pig farmer. <laughs> Who's that? How many, oh, how many uh, pig cool. farmers do you know? <laughs> uh, Paper Street Cop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I pulled that one up. Uh, Trish, uh, we love you, Colton. Uh, love you too, Savon Chase, Mr. Spin, and that Pedro. But love Colton the most. <laughs> Anyone? Pedro? I'm all right. All right. <laughs> it might, might, might sound better. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that might be um, uh, sound classier in uh, Irish. Uh, what else are you doing? So so the goal is uh, um, rogue. I really like the way you described it. Um, uh, exposure money and run well. I mean, what else is there? And uh, – it's cool. It's like walking into the Gucci store. I really like you kind of actually just changed my whole perspective on the event. Not that not that I had any negative perspective, but you or maybe you refined my pers my perspective on the event, which I really appreciate. Um also great to get to um like be close quarters with um the other best in the world where it's like you get to go kind of step for step with them and see how you compare against like the top of the top and like you can do that at the games too, but it's like it's more intimate. There's just 20 of you there going the entire time, so it's kind of like the last two days of the games, but for the whole comp. Yeah, almost like the All Star game, right? Mm. But people actually like to watch it more than the All Star games of <laughs> yeah. the other sports. People are actually competing hard. Yeah. Hey, there's there is a kind of blase fair. 
I don't know if it's attitude from the athletes, but they kind of want you to think that. But is it that? Uh, on the other hand, there's a shitload of money on the uh, Blase Fair, Laissez Fair, Laissez Fair, Fair. Thank you, Blase Fair. <laughs> Who the fuck was going to correct me? Jesus, please. Uh, Laissez Fair attitude. Um, uh, you're from Europe, Pedro. You should have corrected me. Oh, here we go. Uh, Laissez Fair. Thank you. A policy or attitude of letting things take their own course without interfering. Um, you, you will. You, I can't ever see you having a laissez faire attitude, uh, Colton. Um, I think when athletes project that, um, like money wise, I don't know what they're getting for sponsors, or maybe they're making enough that like it's not gonna make a difference how they pay their bills. Like the, their performance won't make a difference there. So maybe they can relax in that as- aspect. But um, I think mo- it's more like for themselves to put on that kind of facade like yeah i don't care that much is like trying to take the pressure off but um yeah they, they fucking care <laughs> don't let them fool you they're worried they're nervous um i think yeah they care maybe um if i had to pick one person that like really was honest about it maybe like noah olsen like he cares but i feel like he's also very um happy no matter how things go so that's probably one of the only people that that attitude would be genuine from in my eyes god i love it damn colton you're on another level with your interviewing these days don't do any more shows just come on this show don't do uh get with the programming or any of those other shows <laughs> i mean it, there's it the, the top prize is two hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. damn and increasing and and everybody's a- guaranteed at least more money than what you do at the games and you get all of your accommodations flights at least compensated in some some regard i think it's one of that's the coolest a, things they do that's yeah. a they probably thing. get a cowboy hat or something as well because like yeah they the definitely season, get something like that if you don't perform decently throughout the game season you're gonna definitely spend money to compete but um so it's really nice like going to a comp knowing you're not gonna have to come back with less money than what you left with hey uh oh how much is the pig how much does a pig cost can't buy him. Oh, can't like an pig? actual pig. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a one-dimensional man, Chase. You're so focused. Uh, Colton, how much is a pig? Um, well, it depends if you buy it um, as a, like a 15, 20-pound weaned pig or if you buy it at market weight, and then the price will depend on the market per pound, and then it will depend on how much the pig weighs. And Little baby pig, the cheapest pig I can much, get. There can be a pig that weighs too much. Yeah, you start getting docked if it weighs too much. Wow. Um, It's kind of a sweet spot they want them in. Why? Why is that? Yeah. Um. So, like, for their processing when they butcher them, it's easier if the pigs are all like the same size. They can. I think they have. Um. It's kind of like manufacturing where it's not a lot of like uh, people doing it with their hands. Um, so if the pig is really big, so he slides into a machine. And, the machine. Yeah, he. It's got to so. be the exact dimensions. Preferably. How mm-hmm. small? How small is that window? What's the? What's the? Uh, is it ten pounds or twenty pounds? What's the space for that? Sure, uh, they can get some guy with a pounds. stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like um. So you don't get paid more per pound after a certain point either. It's like, it costs uh, money to feed that pig above a certain weight. So once you go over that, you're just spending extra money in feed. Hmm. So there's that part of it as well. 
Hey Pedro, have you ever seen the subways like in Japan? And um, oh, uh, yeah, they got they got like a, a a stick. It's like a tea stick, and the people pile in, and before the door closes, there's a guy, and he pushes on the door. He pushes where the doors are open to push everyone in, and then as the door closes, he pulls the stick out. Have you ever seen that? Pedro? No, but when you started talking about that, I was like, geez, do they really like Subway sandwiches yeah, that much? Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Look at, look at this. Look at this. It's literally what a job. dignified country. Hey, usually they have a stick, they though. Look at that shit. Them. Crazy. A good thing you have your mask on. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that in New York City? Like you get poked with a needle <laughs> if you did that to God. someone. Uh, so how much is a baby shit pig? Like just a little, the cheapest pig I can get. <laughs> cheapest pig. Ten dollars. Are you trying to? Are you trying to buy a pig? No, I just want to know if if you win rogue, how many pigs you could buy? If it's four dollars <laughs> a pig, and you win, if it's four dollars a pig, and you win two hundred fifty thousand dollars, or if it's fifty dollars a pig, and you win two hundred fifty thousand dollars, that's five hundred pigs. Uh, if I win a bunch of money, I'm gonna be buying a bunch of winger dogs. And, um, <laughs> I'm contracted through, so I work for Savvy Sour Pork. Who, so basically, I get paid per like number of pigs I raise per year. So mm-hmm. I don't, um, I won't like buy the pig and then get the profit once it's sold. I just get the money per pig. <clears throat> um, it's kind of a whole process with a lot of different companies involved, but um, basically. Um, Big agriculture kind of moved that way in the past 50 years because it became so expensive to run the whole operation yourself. So now, like, basically you just pay to build the barn and facilities, and then you get contracted to raise per pig, essentially. So people send their own pigs there. The, the, you, you, you don't pay for the pigs, basically? No, I'll just buy you ra- your dogs. You raise the pigs, okay. Mm-hmm. So you could buy if it's a thousand dollars a wiener dog, you could buy two hundred and fifty champion wiener dogs. Or no, it's probably more. How much? What's the most expensive wiener dog ever sold? I've seen some for like forty five hundred. What? But um, they they say they have champion bloodlines or whatever or things like that. But champion bloodlines. Typically, it's gonna be like between one and two grand for the most part, unless you're buying from a puppy mill, then you could get them for like six or seven hundred. Someone in the comments today uh, asked if there were peptides that would make your penis more rigid, and I asked, and I and I asked Sarah about it, and and I I went to lunch with her today, and the entire time she was like, "Hey, I can get you peptides that'll make your penis more rigid." I'm like, "Dude, it's not for me." Uh-huh. It was in the fucking comments, and I want you to know, I'm not buying a pig, and I'm not taking peptides to make my penis more rigid. I'm just asking questions. How come those two questions stuck on me? People think I want to buy a pig. I don't want to buy a pig, and I'm not interested in having a more rigid penis. I forgot that California Hormones is Sarah, and I knew that you had Sarah Sigmund's order on today. Yeah, so right. when you said I asked oh. Sarah, I was like, why would you ask her that? I was like, you're getting canceled again, bro. <laughs> no, not Sarah Sigmund's daughter. God, what a, thanks. Thanks. I'm glad you clarified that, Pedro. Someone would, someone would DM her, hey. Yeah, I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally so asking for a friend. someone in the comments to. I just like how you 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 got us from A to B. How you went from wiener dogs to peptides. Well, I don't want anyone to think I'm buying I'm buying pigs. I'm asking them the price of pigs for just because I'm curious. It's not I'm not not buying pigs. I'm not I'm not I don't need a more rigid penis. How's how's the rigidity of your penis, Colton? Good. Yeah, doing just fine there. Okay, good. I'm only Um, five foot four, and so uh, God put the extra inches somewhere else, I guess. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's a good dude. We have all I've these been, extra parts. Where should we put them? 
I've been waiting months to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Had that one loaded in the chamber for years. Oh, uh, that was great. Mr. Mertens, uh, speaking of um, extra inches, um, what extra um, events will you be doing besides between now? So trying to go to Rogue. Any, anything else? Or will we see you at Wadapalooza, Dubai, um, Crash Crucible? Any of the big ones? Um, if I get an invite to Crash, I'll probably go. Um, I think I missed Ooh. a qualifier. It was right after the game, so I wasn't – I wanted to do it, but I, I think it was during my rest week. Um, I'm planning on doing Waterpalooza as well. Dubai, I think they're doing invites only this year, and I don't think I got one. I think they sent them all out already. So I'm looking at Waterpalooza, like 99% sure I'll be going there. Okay, hold on one second. Um, hold on one second. I, I wouldn't count out. Dubai not setting a second. Are you really you calling call JR? Just <laughs> <laughs> handle this shit right now. I'm calling Laura Horvath. Oh, dear JR, how? Wow, look at that. What the fuck is it? Mind reader? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is it? It's late for him. Is this Laura Horvat? Laura. Is this Brian? Right, so I'm calling Laura to find out if she can call JR. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she can call it JR for. Uh, let's see. I'm canceling that shut up and scribble show if he doesn't answer. Hi, you reached JR Howell. Shut up. Oh, shut <laughs> You should have played it because you probably would have hated playing his voicemail over the podcast. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, thank you for coming on. You the man. Uh, any, any, any final words? Anyone want to say anything to Mr. Mertens? Good luck, bro. I'd love to see you in Austin. Pedro. Pedro, hi. Hi. Are you hey. going to say anything to Colton? No, I just said I like him. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Pedro. I really apologize for the show being weird. Colton, go ahead, Caleb. What were you going to say before Colton? Jared's called it. Jared's try just try calling Bear again. Okay. okay. You think I had his number wrong? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He texted me at the same time that you were ringing him, so I think you definitely had it wrong. Oh, oh. Wait. Colton, what uh, order are you doing the next, the last? Hello. Uh, Mr. Howell, hi. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a question for you. Are, okay. Are you doing the Crash Crucible this year? I am doing Crash Crucible. Uh, one of my buddies missed the uh, online qualifier. He's a games athlete. Um, what could he do to try to uh, slide in? If there's a games athlete that wants to come, I'd be more than happy to make a swap for him. Thank you. I will be putting you in touch with him. I appreciate you, and I'm sorry for going so late. It's all good. All right. Thank you. See you soon, Colt. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, buddy, he was texting Judy, too. JR was texting Judy, too. Crazy. Uh. All right, buddy. Uh, you the man. Thank you for always coming on the show and partying with us. Um, we'll be watching you uh, as you uh, try to go to Rogue. Hope you go. It'll make the event so much funner for the uh, Sevon Podcast crew. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, dude. Thanks. Um, yeah, I listened to a lot of your guys' shows and a lot of the, you know, give it the programming, Pedro show and uh, the barbell spin. Oh, so and, that um, was you today? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> That's me with the wiener dog um, yeah. picture. 
I was like, someone's um, copying this guy like to the T. If he's got, oh, you <laughs> thought it was someone like a fake Colton? I know, yeah, isn't it always no, like, weird? Listening yeah. to the show. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, yeah, so I was listening to one of the shows before the games, and um, they were going through picking who would be top twenty and whatnot, and uh, Mr. Spin did not pick me, so I just had to say, "Fuck you, bye." <laughs> <laughs> What did hey Mr. Spin? What did what didn't I like? God, Colton's oh, awesome. Colton yeah. is coming into his own. Yeah. Uh, what didn't you pick him for, Mr. Spin? Making the top twenty. Making hey, the I last cut. I'll be honest. Oh, oh, for the for the games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just protecting who who might, you know, miss out on that last cut. Wh- where was Colton? Um, where was Colton? Um. Where was Colton for um, uh, at, at the cut? What number was he at? Like when he had to be the top twenty, where was he I at? Was like I know he finished eighteenth, thirteenth, or fourteenth. Yeah, okay, he was twelfth at one point. So he had a little bit of a rough day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he kind of slid back a little bit, but okay. the, that in that area with only twenty athletes, like having an event that doesn't pan out that great for you like the uh the parallel bar pole like mm. you take you take a 16th in that that would be pretty good in a field of 40 but when you're 16th out of 20 you get 20 points and so a lot of people can pass you especially if it kind of sets up for somebody that's right behind you like Maderos was at that point uh uh uh, uh miss kohoy is here um athlete and coach extraordinaire i want to bring her in in one second um Remind me afterwards. I do want to follow up. I am very curious where you guys think Colton is in his career. Is he plateauing? Does he still have room to grow? I tried to get one of you guys to bite that the fact that I'm concerned um, he's going to be injury prone because of his drive. And, uh, and and so I would like to follow up and get your opinions on that. Uh, Yale, Yolana, I love Colton uh, Merton's sense of humor. Jessica, what's up, girl? Hi, how are you guys? I didn't realize that. Hey. Full room here. Party, 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 party. It is a party. Sorry, I'm late. No, you're perfect. It's perfect. Easy show. Uh, Je- Jessica, you were. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I haven't been to the game besides this year. I hadn't been to the games in five years, but I remember being in Madison in the Coliseum. I remember doing some filming with you, and I remember at the time you had some title. You were not only a CrossFit Games competitor, but you were like the fittest nurse on the planet or something, you'd also won the, I was going to say adaptive division, although it could be that if you're a nurse, you were uh, occupational, you had won the occupational um, games in your category. I, yeah, I was fittest nurse on earth. I think two, twice. Um, I don't, maybe I was the occupational winner. If I was, I'm, I wasn't even aware of that. So maybe I have more titles than I realized. I, that's what I meant by fittest nurse. I mean, it's part of the um, occupational uh, games. It's, it's just that whole category. Yeah. Okay, so so you were the fittest nurse. And, and what two years was that? Uh, so probably 18 and 18, I would think. Okay. And then and, I not a nurse, so. And, um, and you're a mom now also? Yeah, and one here and yeah. one. Oh. And how far, along, how far along are you? I'm, gosh, I should know this, right? 15 weeks? Crazy. Oh, congrats. congrats. Thanks. Nice. Am I echoing for you guys? You are. Do you have YouTube open? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I 
I was had little baby bum on for the nine month old. Okay, does, is that better? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Hey, that's five uh, five parents. One show, five parents. Uh, let's go. All of us are all of us are parents. <laughs> Some better than others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, by the way, Jessica, when if Pedro talks, uh, Pedro's the guy in the yellow shirt down there. If he talks and you don't understand him, um feel free to stop uh there is a uh, cultural he lives in a foreign country and there could be a cultural gap in this uh, it's totally fair to be like what did he say and we'll one of us will translate for you Deal. okay okay um so so you were a crossfit games athlete and to be fair you were although you were one of the fittest human beings walking on the planet i do remember you being there in, in i'm i'm digging into my memory but i remember you be, being there being like holy shit this is like this is nuts. This is on another level. Like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, so I competed individually twice and I was always in the bottom of the pack. Like, so for me to look at the top 10 athletes, I understood that they were like a whole different animal. And I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to be a top 10 athlete. <laughs> I respect it. You know, I'm like, those girls, like, I'm good. Those girls are amazing. Um, uh, Pedro, this is unfair to ask you this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How many tiers do you think there are? Let's say, could you bring up the leaderboard for the women just so we don't, uh, and we'll, we'll take a stab at this. How, how many tiers, Pedro, do you think there are? How would you categorize at the games? I'm not talking about in the totality, but how many tiers would you think there are in terms of athletes? Like, in, in, obviously, it's not empirical, but just how you might think of it. I think there's some there's a tier that can win the games. Okay, a, so like they're kind a, of on their own. Yeah, then there's a tier that can podium, but not okay. Win. Like they might okay. finish third or third to say sixth or whatever. Then there's like top ten. Then there's the bubble outside the top ten, so like to fourteen, fifteen, um, probably like eight tiers. I'd eight, say. eight tiers <laughs> in the forty athletes. Okay. Okay, and I and I'm with you. It 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 is it, it does get pretty crazy. Now, Jessica, I want to ask you this: whether there's three tiers or five tiers or eight tiers in that forty, do you think that the gate the it ever matures to a point where there would be one tier or two? What what's the highest it can mature to the sport? So I was gonna say it's getting to the point where you had some really amazing athletes in those bottom heats, you know, the right. this year, last year. So I, it's definitely getting there. But when I competed in seventeen and twenty one, um, you know, so but but here's the thing: there's also girls that have been in the sport forever. So are they good or are they just fan favorites? Like we love seeing girls that have been competing a long time. And we don't care what place they get if they're in first place or 25th place. So is it skill or is it like your fan favorites that we care to watch, you know? I, I'm, but I mean, specifically like tiers, like I, I agree with Pedro. Um, uh, Tia's in her own tier. Yes. Fraser's in his own tier. Yes. Like they're literally in their own fucking tier. Yeah, there's there's definitely tears. But so I think is and I do think there's something to be said about experience in the sport. So like as long as there's new athletes coming in, no, there will never be one tier. You will always have multiple mm. tiers. And it's very obvious, like the girls that are in the like the first heat, 
don't even touch the girls in the final heat. Like there is such a difference. And, and that's going to be the nature of the sport forever. You think? Yeah. 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 Just like, just like in the NFL, it's been around fucking for a long time, but there's, there are like two quarterbacks who are like, Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the question I have is, do you know which tier you're in? I was on the bottom tier. I was not. <laughs> I am totally willing to admit that. No, I, again, I looked at the top 10 girls and I was like, it's, it was unbelievable how, how amazing they were. And I knew how hard I was working. I knew the, the sacrifice I was making and I, and you know, so maybe that was just natural ability. Um, I wasn't, I'm not like a very talented athlete, but I'm a hard worker. So maybe these girls just have the natural talent plus the work ethic. And that's what makes them a top 10 athlete. Um, th that being said, I want to, I want to reiterate, you have this net and in, in, I, I would put it up against any sport in the, in the world, any competition in the world. It, this net is a massive, massive net. So don't think for any any by any means it doesn't mean it's not competitive to be in that top top forty tens of thousands of hundreds uh, billions of people have the opportunity. Every everyone everyone can enter. Everyone can scrape together that. But that even if you go back a step from the games and go to semifinals, like there's loads of athletes that don't even make it into the tier to get you know like they're and like it's a hard sport as well where you have because you're competing on your own you have this like year long stretch. You're like, man, I'm doing really good. Like, you know, this is it. Like this, and then you have people around you who you're way fitter than if you're, especially if you're training an affiliate or whatever. Like, I know I've seen people who are a good, like, say, national level here, but miles off semifinals, and I'm still like, fuck, they're so fit and so strong. And like, there's just so many levels to it that it's just nuts. Like, it's crazy. That's why I'd always go to a training camp, and I, I worked out with Brooke Wells a lot. I went to you know, Ben Bergeron trained with Katrin and Camille. And it's like, I surrounded myself with girls who kicked my butt yeah. and I left totally embarrassed, but I didn't care. Cause I was like, I don't want to be the best one in the room. If I'm going to go to the games, I need to know what to expect. So yeah. if you're on that track, go find someone who's way better than you. <laughs> oh, that's great <laughs> advice. Hey, that that's great advice. Especially in this time when all the pundits are deciding whether you should go to training camps or not go to training camps. That I, 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 I like to hear that. Um, which brings me to this. You coached. Uh, what? Can you tell me about your relationship with Ty Jenkins and um, <laughs> how you met him, how you got into coaching? How did you get into coaching? Oh my gosh! So in twenty one, I didn't have Ty Jenkins. By the way, sorry, real quick. Ty Jenkins won the CrossFit Games this year. Sixteen to seventeen year old uh, young man. Uh, he will be featured in the behind the scenes. I got a lot of good interviews with him. And uh, and what a gentleman. And I was pleasantly surprised as I was interviewing him to realize that my old friend, uh, Jessica, was there as his coach. Yeah. So okay. Sorry. He, no, you're good. So he's actually three-time team champ, won the 14-15. And then when he was 16, he won the 16-17 and then won it again this year as a 17-year-old. So I met Ty in 21. And... I was training by myself for the games. There weren't any other games athletes in my gym. So he was looking for people to train with. We live about, uh, at the time we lived about 25 minutes from each other. So he would come up and train with me and I, I love teaching. Um, so anybody that's willing to learn and want and is eager to learn, which he so is, um, he just kind of came in under my wing. And my favorite story about him is our first training session he comes up to me afterwards and, you know, he's only 16, 15 at the time and I'm 29. He's like, 
should I call you Miss Griffiths? And I was like, no. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. Don't. That's a great question, though. I like it. I like it. I like it. And that's just, he's so polite. He's so kind. He's just like, comes from a wonderful family. And Savan, you got to see that, which yeah. I'm so glad. But um, so he just kind of stumbled into the gym and I took him in under my wing and um, we just trained side by side and he just gave me kind of a warm body that was good enough to push me. And so I stopped competing in 21. He, you know, I retired, he kept going. And so we've been talking through the years, kept in touch. And I just give him like, I'm his coach, but it's more, I don't write him programming. I'm more teaching him because he's still learning and he's like learning at an exponential rate. So I'm teaching him stuff about transitions, stuff about efficient movement patterns. Like, you know, one of the workouts at the games, he had pull-ups. And so I'm teaching him how to cycle pull-ups faster than what you already are. Like how to turn five seconds into three seconds in a workout. So all of those, like, you know, I've been doing, I did it for eight years. And so kind of teaching him all those tips and tricks to, you know, make him the best athlete that he can be and kind of guide him along, like, you know, decisions on what training program to do and what sponsor to take and kind of the, the athlete behind the scenes stuff, giving them, you know, my insight and wisdom on that. Well, um, okay. So, um, you're, you, so, so what are you to him? You're, you're not doing his programming. You're no longer his training partner. Mm -hmm. You're, you're not his agent. You're not his mom. You're not Miss Griffith. <laughs> One of the athletes um, asked if I was his mom. One of his, one of the oh, athletes asked if I was his mom. Oh, man. Like, dang, dang. The <laughs> Jeez. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but listen, listen, listen. In all fairness, in all fairness, you, you do not look old at all, and you're extremely uh, beautiful, but you were carrying yourself back there like you were his mom. Like, it was clear that he was under your tutelage. I mean, you were, you had that, um, you had that loving demeanor around him. You know what I mean? You had yeah. you, so, so in all fairness, but it's definitely not the way you look. Uh, um, what, so, so let me, let, maybe I, I won't ask you that. Let me go get a little more granular. What program is he doing? So we are still kind of deciding. Um, okay. What was he doing? He did HWPO leading up to the games. He's done, okay. done HWPO. Um, he's kind of been hopping around. So, um, yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's okay. So he's in the market for that. I get that. And then, um, uh, you, as your, do you have any other athletes you're coaching? No. You in this, and you've been doing this role since 2021 with him. And now it's two, we're going into, it's 2023. That's two years. How have you developed? Do you feel more, do you, are you starting to feel pressure to be doing more research, um, listening. Make sure you're listening to Dave's uh, weekend reviews. I'm um, seeing what's on main site. Um, reading up on different types of training techniques. Have, have you? Are you feeling this pressure? Like, oh shit, I need to maybe up my game. This uh, th this kid's gonna need. Uh, this is a this is a this is a full on rocket ship. I need to build a bigger um, base for him to launch out of. Maybe. So, you know, you, you don't know what's to come in the future. I do think and know that he's going to have a bright future in the sport so long as he stays healthy so i feel like my game plan is i want to give him everything i have to offer and once i feel like i've given him everything that i can i would you know 
love to hand him off to somebody that can offer him more. Um, and maybe we won't get to that point, but I'm totally open to like, if I don't feel like I'm giving you everything that you need to go be the best athlete that you can be, I'm, you know, would be willing to, I would hope at that point we've made relationships with other coaches and, um, you know, he can go be with one of the best coaches in the world. Am I the best coach in the world? You know, I just started doing this. I don't think so, you know, so I do want to make sure that I'm setting him up for success. And right now I do feel like I'm one of the best resources he has access to. And I, I love coaching him. He's like so fun to coach. So getting, you know, the pressure, I don't, I'll be honest. I told him, I said, don't follow the media outlets. Don't follow all that malarkey because it's just going to get in your head. I never followed them as an athlete. Um, keep your head down. Like Matt Fraser hung out in his basement, didn't talk to anybody and just grinded for years. That's that's how Ty, his mind operates. He's a hard worker. Um, and that's kind of my approach with him right now is like, dude, like your strengths are still mega holes in the, like the men's division, the RX men's division. So, like you don't need personalized programming. Every area of you needs to get better. So put your head down. Work like I know you know how to freaking grind this year and see what we can get out of it. There, there's this. Um, I, I wish I could remember the lady's name, but there was this lady. Um, God, her, 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 her. She had, she had a son. And her son was in Boy Scouts and the local Girl Scout. Uh, she was just a stay at home mom. Just she, she had the greatest <laughs> job in the world. Easy. Most important job in the world. Stay at home mom. Yeah. So easy. And uh, they, they, the local Girl Scout uh, troop uh, asked her, Hey, will you be, um, will you be the head of our Girl Scout troop? And she said, I don't even have girls and I don't know how to do the head of a Girl Scout troop. And they go, Hey, it's just for like a couple months until we find someone new. So she takes that. Then they, she does a great job at it, and they say, "Would well, be the head of the local uh, Girl Scout chapter." She, she says yes. She doesn't want to do it. Then they, she keep, will you be the regional director of the Girl Scout? She says yes, but she doesn't want to do it. Mind you, she only has boys. She's just a mom. Uh, next thing you know, she is uh, um, asked to be in charge of the Girl Scouts in her region of her uh, the Western states or whatever. Then the United States. Then she ends up becoming the CEO of Girl Scouts of America. And then she gets poached to be the CEO of General Motors. <laughs> there is, there is no, there, there is no better education. All the people who are at the best at what they've done are um, grassroots motherfuckers. There's no Stanford MBA, Harvard graduate, nothing that's as good as is is breadth and depth of life experience. It's a complete miss understanding of how the world works we are the, the most advanced human beings in the world the, the highest performers are those who can make the most connections and have the greatest awareness of patterns and connections they make and that is not found through um, education that's found through experience now i'm not poo-pooing education but there's just nothing there in terms of uh, uh, quantifiable measurement for like success unless it's just pushing papers around and and man like i'm telling you that because i could tell your your care for him was um and your awareness and your attention to him was like, it, it was next level. And so um, I, it sounds like you're trying to be humble, but like, I think he's found his um, a 
I, 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 you could be even just redefining how the whole thing goes. Maybe you're the coach that uses HWPO programming. I mean, you know what I mean? But I think you found your uh, niche. Do, do, could, do you think you would, would you ever take on another athlete if someone came to you? So I, I've gotten asked this a lot lately. I, I love Good, coaching. good. You deserve it. You're an impeccable. Yeah, I, I respect you so much as a human being. Good. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I do think being an athlete, you know, that does definitely give me a leg up on some other coaches who haven't been to the games because it, a lot of it is just psychological. And I understand because I've been through it several times, you know, what that's like. And so I don't, yeah. So thank you for saying all of that. Um, but I, uh, I love coaching Ty because he is just so willing to learn. He has no ego. He trusts me. Um, and he's just really fun to coach. So I, I had somebody approach me, be like, Hey, would you want to coach her? And I was like, she's just not the kind of athlete that I want to coach. <laughs> like, right, right. Um, Ty's awesome to coach. So, and it just works. We're close, like close proximity wise and our relately, you know, we've built a really sweet relationship over the last two to three years. And so I don't know, I, I don't have any plans to, I really love focusing on Ty. And again, I've got a baby husband and another baby on the way. So my plate is kind of full. Um, so right now, no, I don't have plans to coach anybody else. All right. Uh, does he, when does he make the leap to uh, enough of this nice shit? Uh, does he make the leap to uh, individual next year? Can it be done? Has anyone ever done it before? No one's done it. So, and for people who don't really understand, so no boy, yeah, has made, no boy has made the jump from teenager to the open division with all. Hold of on, them. hold on, Jessica. Uh, Mr. Spin, is that accurate? Is can you fact check that? Is that uh, as far as I know, at least that the next year, yes. Okay. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jessica. You. I don't so, want to spreading misinformation on my uh, podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, I got you. So, boy, is this in one of those conspiracy theory podcasts? <laughs> when boys turn eighteen they have to compete with all the men and no boy at 18 has made it. They, at 19 guys have qualified, but not when they were 18. So my goal for Ty is to get him to be the first male athlete to make it from teen to the open division without missing one year in between. Can he do it? Yes, I do believe he can. He's got a lot of work to do. Don't get me wrong, but he's got the work ethic. He's got the drive. He's got the motivation. He's unbelievable. And yeah, I do think he can do it. Uh, Pedro, uh, for people like us who are taking advantage of a taking advantage of athletes to uh, propel our own fame in our podcasts, um, should we hitch our wagon to uh, Ty Jenkins? Is he the real deal? Yeah, I heard a lot of people talking about him. Him and was it Caden or something? I think it's another guy. They were the two. I think there's a few people. Caden. There's a couple. Confusing. <laughs> Hitch, oh, hold on. Let me write this down. Uh, Pedro uh, is barely awake and he says hitch wagons to Cadence. Okay. But got hold it. on. Hitch Are we, what about Hugo? Hugo was the guy that got second place. Yeah. Yeah. That's Kate. That's the Caden I was talking about. That guy. Yeah. That's Caden Hogan. <laughs> he's, from, he's from Training Think Tank. He trains. Yeah. Training Think Tank. He doesn't even spell his name right. That's not how you spell Caden. Isn't there a Y in there? <laughs> Oh, 2023. 20, yeah. There's probably an X somewhere. In yeah. I was say, it starts with an X. That's the best part. But the X is silent. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, he, he, uh, he works, works out of TTT. Assuming he's got aspirations to make it to the open division. I, I think thought, you were going to say he has Asperger's. For like 
I talked to him about the village for like five minutes and he's he's cool, like pretty well put together. How cool were all those boys? I didn't get a chance to talk to any of the girls, but the boys were so cool. They were so mature. When I was talking to Ty, I would talk to the other boys in the corral. I'm like, I can't even believe these. They're like little men. They're like little warriors already. They talk and shit, and they're like articulate and smart and make eye contact. It was nuts. They're not like the uh, Instagram kids I see with like holes in their face and blue hair and all that weird shit. There's hope yet. Yeah. Are you, also, the cadence tied. He, he's what? The, the cadence. They tied in points. They tied in points. Oh wow. Uh, uh, Chase, Chase Ingram. Uh, does he make it? Does Ty Jenkins make it? Is he the? Is he the first? Uh, I'm not gonna say no. It's just he'll have to do some amazing things to be the first one. And if uh, Jessica feels like he's capable of, I won't say he's not. What's that? that's the thing I do like I've had conversations I'm like hey like this has never been done before so chances of you making it are slim to none but let's try right what's the what's the plan between now and the open for Kate for him for Ty so I told him please no double sessions until October 1st nice. you need to take the time off and I think that's something that's super underlooked and I think it's really cool that you have athletes like Brooke Wells that could not train to their full potential the whole season and then had their best season after they had all of that rest. So, like, again, athletes out there watching, rest is so important. So, yeah, I'm telling him to stay out of the gym. That really is incredible, by the way. That That's that's probably undermentioned. You're right. That was incredible. And I mean, she hurt her. Yeah. There's other athletes that have gone in injured and couldn't train to their full potential and had the best performance they've ever had. So take notes, people. Okay. Rest is good for you. <laughs> um, Mr. Spin, um, I, I know you're not a Ty Jenkins expert, but broadly, if you don't know, I'd even accept a guess. Where as a youth do they need to work the hardest in order to catch up with the men? Is it their uh, mile time? Is it their strength? Is it their, what is it, their gymnastics? I mean, historically, it's been the, the top end strength that they need. Um, I mean, Ty put up some pretty big numbers. He hit 580 on the Olympic total. I'm not sure what that split was, but that's it, up there. Like 38th, uh, or not 38th. It was like, it was bottom of the pack in the open division. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so, but he still was in there. It was in there. As long as he beat someone else besides BKG, that doesn't did really be, count. Did be some- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's generally where they, the biggest leap is, I think, overall. Jessica, do you agree with uh, what Mr. Spin's general assessment is? I think that's a great place to start. Again, Ty, like Ty considered running one of his strengths, and we looked at the 5K time, and I he said 24th. I thought it was 27th. So even that's got room for improvement, but we are going to have him work with Sonny Webster. He's a former Olympian. Um, so really, really excited about that just to get some technique and get those numbers up. So that's another part of the game plan that we're psyched about. Yeah. Sonny's been putting out some uh, good content showing yeah. guys lifting from the games and, and giving them critique. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Oh, wow. What a yeah, it's a, we we had Sonny <laughs> scheduled and he fell through the cracks. He's awesome. If you can get him on, get him on because he's yeah, he's a gentleman. Um, all right, hey, thank you. I appreciate you coming yeah. on. Uh, and and um, I wish you continued success, and I hope you get uh, we get to have you on again. 
Thanks so much. Good to see all you guys. Yeah. All right. I love what you're doing with them. You're doing some great stuff. That's cool. Thank I like you. your approach a lot. Thanks. Appreciate it. Ciao. All right. Jessica. Oh, I forgot to ask her how you say her last name. Jessica Hoy. Barry, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? What? It, I don't the see the comments. What fucking cock slap you. There a bit. Oh, okay. Christ. It's not good. Was it? Never mind. I mean, I, ex I expect it from my family. I got a bunch of fucking degenerates in here. The motherfucker. No, not Sonny. Jesus, shut it, Barry. The fuck are you? Do you, you have more drinks than me today? What the fuck is going on here? Okay. Sorry, Savannah. It's okay. It's okay. Fucking take it out on your back end later. Barry's completely in his mind. Jesus Christ. Not you too, Miss Redow. Miss Redow. You and Barry been got the buzz on. All right. Uh, uh, thanks, Mason. I know he asked a question. <laughs> the fuck this is? You think this is like some sort of free show here? Isn't that a free show? We live within the confines and rules of society. Did you guys see that picture I put up? I got in trouble today for that. Hey, I got yelled at. Sousa. Sousa. I got yelled at today by my mom. <laughs> What'd you do? Is that she the said that. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, that's picture. so fun. She probably, such, probably deserved it. Oh, you I, my mom got, I got in trouble. Hey, I want to tell you something. Scroll, scroll down the other way. Look at her hand. The person who made that, I didn't ask them to make that. Originally, they put that per, a dick from that other person <laughs> in her hand right there. And I'm like, in your oh, there's no. In your hand. Oh, in my hand. Yes. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> oh, my and I'm like, there's no fucking way. I mean, I wanted to, trust me. <laughs> I don't think that I, and my mom was like, dude, like, what are you doing? That's so, she, I don't know what the word is. She didn't think it was bullying, but she just thought it was like, I think classes. I thought, I thought it was funny. She goes, no, it's like, it's like taking away from your image. I'm like, my image. <laughs> Yeah, I got to keep that image polished. Can I, I want to take a vote. Do you do any? I'm totally open. Now you guys know my mom votes. Uh, I'm going to give my mom one vote. Okay. It's, it, it's not cool. Uh, Chase, not cool or cool? Is think it it's like me? A... I told my mom, I'm like, I'm not being mean. She's like, you're arguing with me. I'm like, I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm trying to understand. It's. I think I'm making fun of myself. She's like, it doesn't matter. Just drop it. You think I should drop it, Chase? Answer? Is it Chase going to answer? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, oh, Pedro, it's, fine, it's, fine. It's, fuck okay, you guys. I'm letting Pedro I'm vote for all of you. Pedro, <laughs> did I go too far? You think it's... Uh, no, I don't. I don't think you went too far. I think just because something isn't classist doesn't, or just because something is classist doesn't mean it's not funny. And I think if it's funny, <laughs> you can do or say whatever you want once it's funny. Yeah, mom, he's got an accent. Now what? He speaks the Queen's English. <laughs> it's also hilarious to me that a man in his 50s is still exactly. arguing with his mom being told like, but I wasn't being mean, mom. I promise. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Wow. Look at it. I am... Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm totally out of touch with reality. <laughs> and what do you think? <laughs> but then if you change the words to funny or not uh... funny, it'll be... Do you know what I mean? It'll be a direct reverse of that. Spin's got an opinion. 
it's not mean. I think everybody just gets uh, offended easily these days. I put up a story yesterday about uh, something I saw on Twitter. Somebody forwarded me. It was uh, a firsthand account. There was some Somalian guy that was trying to rob a woman at knife point and three oh, guys and yeah. a CrossFit chick in quotes mm-hmm. pinned him down. And the, uh, it said like, you know, migrants were moved into our neighborhood and this guy did this, right. He was one of the migrants. And then most of them were just laughing or thought it was cool that there was some CrossFit woman that was part of it. Um, uh, whether she actually was or not just, you know, it doesn't matter, but, um, people were upset because it was, you know, spreading racism and hate and all this stuff. And I'm like, because oh, they were from Somalia because it said migrant. Oh, 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 geez. I was, I was triggered by that word too. I didn't appreciate it. When I saw that post, all I thought of was, uh, Josh Bridges, um, with you before saying like, didn't capitalize the F, but you know, they separated it and they didn't capitalize the <laughs> Wait, F. I, I was like, I damn it, they didn't even do it right. <laughs> His voice in that, Josh Bridges' voice in that clip, like I howled <laughs> laughing at that so many times. How did they know hey. it was a CrossFit chick? How they like figure that out? Like, was she? I don't know. Like, oh, she told them. Like, she told them. She was, yeah, because <laughs> she's wearing a CrossFit shirt. She's like, I do CrossFit. Hey, how'd you do that, guy? Uh, a migrant is someone who moves from one place to another, especially in order to find work or better living conditions. It's like why Californians um, moved to and, Florida. And I didn't even, like, that wasn't even part of it. Like, I just overlooked that, right? I was like, oh, cool. CrossFit chick helped CrossFit save some chick, old woman yeah. from getting, you know, stabbed and robbed. Wait, you just focused on the positive. What is wrong with you? Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Triggered. I'm triggered by the word triggered. Anyways, I thought it wasn't cool. She not posted it. Both hey, people. I like uh, Miss Radow. She Both. screamed it as she she hollered as she ran up. I'm a CrossFitter. <laughs> Someone needs a uh, Superman needs to say that every time he takes off. <laughs> I'm a CrossFitter. Okay, um, I do. Uh, that took more time than I thought. Uh, damn it, Colton and uh, Miss Cahoy. I do. How many bring... where toes pitch is for? Is there like a limit? I no. feel like you have passed the limit. Yeah, no. you should permanently keep yours on from the story you told about how you take took you about fifteen minutes to get them on. Oh, the first like ten minutes of the show, I was putting them on. It's a one to one ratio. If it takes you ten minutes to put them on, you got to wear them for ten minutes. <laughs> I've worn them for an hour and twenty. <laughs> You're fucked. Too far. Do you guys want to? So here we go. We could talk about rumors. We could hear. We could talk about. Um, there's it's all sorts of crazy rumors of shit. I'm my, my wife would like you guys to talk about rumors. When when um, Jessica said text after saying that on the air, when Jessica said, "Oh," and I was asked, "Like, would you like to coach her?" I was so close to being like, "Wait, Danielle." Someone asked about Danielle. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll tell you the rumors, and um, I have not confirmed any of these, um, but but I have been digging around, and, and other people have been digging around, and the rumor started off pretty uh, pretty wild. Um, the the rumors are that two uh, proven athletes, uh, big proven athletes, were leaving uh, proven, and that uh, a coach was leaving Brute, uh, Florida, and uh, and several athletes. We I cannot find out what exactly is true, and one of those athletes is, was supposedly moving to Las Vegas. So uh, who previously lived there, but I can't get any of this shit confirmed. And, um, oh, well, I also want, I also want to say this. So 
since I, I think uh, didn't Daniel Brandon like something on here? Let's let's talk about that real quick. What happened here? Okay, <laughs> that comment who hurt you? Why are you like this? Who hurt you? <laughs> Is that person really be angry at Hiller? Is that like a dig, or are they being funny? I think think they're being funny by their second comment. Together we can overcome generational trauma. (laughs) Just a a good dude. Um, Here's the thing. I I think that there was some comment someone made somewhere about Daniel. That one, that one. Back up, back up. At the purple logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this guy, Brady Lynch, says she's still following Torres. I don't see her leaving anytime soon. And then if you go to the likes, uh, she, Danielle Brennan liked it. This is deep research. I like this. Okay. Which, fuck, it's the whole, whole, our whole premise for existence. You don't I follow Danielle, so does that mean you're moving to Vegas? God damn, she got 704,000 followers. Hey, dude, those are, those are real followers. Engaged followers. Yeah. Not only are like most of those people perverts, but they'll also spend money. Like a lot of these accounts just have perverts on them. It's a pervert money. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I just think that they'll do what she says. I think she, this fucking chick has influence. Like, like, uh, I, I got into toast pacers because of her. Mm. Just tell yeah. me what coffee machine you got. I'll fucking buy one. Whatever. You wear wrist straps, me too. Um, okay, so, so, so we'll find out more. I, I don't want to. I, 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 I kind of am in love with Matt Torres, so I want to be careful. Um, I don't want to do anything fucked up. Uh, I want, I want to, I want to give him. I want to try to get him on the show and give him a chance to let me like play, play around with him and and and, and talk. Um, and, I, have and Dallin, does, I have Dallin coming on on Wednesday. I'll ask him. Oh, okay. Okay, perfect. Do you really? Okay, so one of the things I heard about Dallin is Dallin is one of the names I did not hear. Yeah. I didn't hear Dallin's name or Fisa Goffey's name. But, I, but I've heard a ton of other names, coaches, athletes. In in um, Big Dane, I was talking to Sprague. Um, I'm trying to think. It might be in the vlog or it might not be. I don't know. Anyway, and I said something about <laughs> Because he trains with Cole Sager a lot. So I asked him, oh, now that Cole is in charge of comp training, like, you know, would you be tempted? And he was like, oh, like, he's like, he lives beside me and I like training with him and stuff, like, at home. James Craig um, was saying that. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, he lives, like, right by me. So I, you know, just kind of went over there one day and, like, said, can I train with you or whatever? And they get on with their friends. But... Uh, I said, oh, well, what does that look like in the off-season then? Like, will you just follow comp train then? Or how does that... And he was like, no, Matt will always be my coach. And that was like... Like, unless something drastic happened during the games, that would be a big surprise, I think, for me. Uh, Jerry Gnomefit, uh, she was just on Invictus podcast and she said she's staying in Florida. Uh, NV111, Sevi is obsessed with Daniel Brandon and it's creepy now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> if 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 Savan getting toe spacers because Danielle has them makes him creepy, then what the fuck does it say about me that I got them because Savan has them? <laughs> <laughs> You're the third centipede. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Steven Plyler, I'm obsessed too. Does anyone want to field this? I think I just did. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Because hey, thank you for. I don't want to say the. I don't want to say the R word. Um. Oh, here we go. Uh. Uh. uh yes. Uh, envy. Thank you, Miss Radow. Thank you. Envy one one one. Uh. You seem obsessed with Sevon. You fucking troll. Change your name. Get a profile picture. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Got Yeah. But yeah. Thank you. Hold on. Caleb wants to show you something. Go ahead, Caleb. Thank you. <laughs> well, I do a fucking CrossFit Games update show every Friday. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm 51 years old. You heard. I'm obsessed with all of them. I'm obsessed with fucking uh, the kind of chair Cole Sager sitting on right now watching this show. Like, like the fuck did you just pick? I'm obsessed with all of them. I want to know why uh, Matt Torres' eyes are all sparkly. I want to know if uh, Laura Horvath's ever had a dream about me. How about that? Is that creepy? Why didn't you call her and ask? That would be funny. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Dude, I'm going to have to get on testosterone to ever call her again. Just the hand like shaking. If I ever call her again, you know I'm juicy. <laughs> Fuck. God damn, I'm a coward. Um, okay, um, so those so those are the rumors. Uh, tell your wife uh, there'll be more coming, um, uh, Mr. Ingram. Uh, I would I would like to bring up Mr. Spin's um, top uh, rankings. I found this fascinating, and I really like them. Um, basically, Mr. Spin, um, this is like the college football rankings. Uh, he takes people who are obsessed with uh, Daniel Brandon and asks them to rank uh, CrossFit Games athletes. Uh, did you vote this year, Chase? This last, uh, I mean, this last round. I may have been late with my submission. Oh, okay. I vote. I voted. Brian, it's in there. It's in there. Oh, it did. Uh, it did make it in there. Chase made it in. Oh, it did. Okay, okay. so okay. Yeah. There, there oh, are a so, few that that were a little bit late, so I was able to get them in the last minute. Uh, thanks. So, how many people voted, uh, Mr. Spin? Uh, I think it was nineteen on the media side this time. So okay, like a and, couple and, people and, didn't didn't have time or uh, we're really diluting the talent. Nineteen. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go ahead and bring this up and uh, take a look. Uh, uh, Grundler is teaching um, an adaptive class at CrossFit Inferno right now. Thank you for asking. Uh, the spin top 25 media poll, men. Now, uh, what, uh, what's going on, Chase? Um, we just saw Jeffrey Adler win the games, and uh, Roman Krennikov is on the top. Are these, are these idiots uh, not paying attention to who's, who's the best in the world? No, they're watching the CrossFit games just like everybody else that was voting for this. Um, so, so you so don't have a problem with that week now. So it's uh, yeah, we can talk about it. Did you find this impossible to do? By the way, like it really, so really hard. hard. Oh my oh, god, yeah. like nuts! Every single position, I was like, there's about six people that I was I arguing with myself. Get past like ten to fifteen, I'm like, man, I just got to start just yeah. hitting yeah. the nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's tough because you have to make. You have to make some people go backwards. Yeah. Right. Or you, or you fill in like your top five and then you're like, oh, Ricky. You know, like if you, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's nailed in. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Like or the same on the women's side. You're like, oh, what if Tia comes back? You know, just constant like mm -hmm. shuffle. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. You look through it and you, you do it. You start adding them in. The women's side is, is I thought, much more difficult from that yeah. standpoint. But Coming right off the games, you have some recency bias. 
right? You see how they did this this year with this programming. And then you're thinking ahead 12 months and you're like, well, what does Jay Crouch do? Right? Like he's never been there before and he has like amazing games. Does he stay there? Mm-hmm. Does he regress back? Does Yellow Hostate continue to move forward or does he come back? Is there another um, Yellow Hostate somewhere? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Then you have like Guy Malheros or Travis Mayer, right? Guys that weren't there for different reasons this year. Oh, man. Hopper. Saxon Pantrick. Dang. Is uh, yeah. is Travis Mayer in the top five there? Just ask him for a mate. If he's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's in the top five of, of at least one person. That yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's tough because you don't know, like, do these people even make it again? Right. Mm. Like, and we, we've talked about Gee, right. He didn't make it. If he makes it, he probably does well because he has a few home run workouts, but is 14th, the right place for him. Or does yeah. he, you know, uh, finish 20th, same with like Saxon. Um, so those people that weren't in there that are typically really good athletes, it, it's hard. Whether do you say that they're going to reach their full potential or do you hedge a little bit and kind of say, well, they're going to make it, but I'll put him 20th instead of 10th. But even I I feel like I overthought, the, like on the women's side, I was like, oh, I don't know if Mala and Haley will come back this year. So that I just him out. So much harder. I think it's crazy that Mal, I think it's crazy that Mal's not in the top five. I think it's crazy. Absolutely. That, that's we like, don't even know I, if she's going to compete, that, though. There's some I, people that don't think she's going to compete. And so they I don't think she will. And that's that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's crazy to have uh, where's Haley Adams in the women. I don't think she'll compete either. Oh, she's definitely going to compete. You think? She, yeah. Yeah. She's definitely, did you watch her? Uh, I, I, I watched her podcast with uh, Bryce. Oh, I can't watch that. Bryce over, Smith, yeah. over at uh, Invictus. Uh, yeah. She's, she's definitely. Okay. <clears throat> she's, she's definitely competing. What woman climbed the most in the rankings? Wow. Daniel Brandon down nine. Yeah, I mean, oh, the easy one is the... Tia, but climbing the most. Okay, beside, besides Tia, who climbed the most? So it looks like Daniel Brandon dropped the most, dropped nine. Who climbed Ariel the most? and Alex there, five and four. Yeah, Ariel and Alex Kazan. Annie dropped 12. So Annie dropped the most. Uh, Amanda Barnhart dropped 13. Wow, Ellie Turner dropped 13. Okay, so there's not there's not any big jumps in the women, just some really big drops. But go over to the men. Look at this. Look at is, is it Yella Hosta? Does he have the biggest jump? Look at what a oh look what a, a Jay Crouch up eleven, Yella Hosta up thirteen. These are huge, right? And we were talking about it when, when you're out. Like it's hard to know coming off the games. Like does Jay continue on that path, or is this just a great lineup for programming that he just performed well? And does he go back to? 25th next year like those are the hard questions that we just don't know yet is uh how, how's that poll doing by the way if it's mean or not mean <laughs> <laughs> took it down after we oh good okay fine election mm-hmm. I, I switch it is to cool people versus not cool people <laughs> um uh uh chase is this the um i don't want to take anything away from the games 
Amazing event, great time, super crowded, lots of people, loving event, fun, great uh, workouts. But I have this sense that this year's games were the least competitive games relative to where we are in the maturity of the sport in the history of the sport. It just felt like this was the talent was the least developed talent um, ever. Not to mean that it's not the, not exciting, but um, I'm not sure where you're going with this. Yeah. yeah Based I on just, what? I, I just, I just, I don't know. It just, like they're surely stronger no, than no, they've ever no, been. Based on the participants. Say, say that again, Pedro. I mean, they're surely strong. Like if you're talking relative to the history of the sport, the athletes now are stronger than they've ever been, faster than they've ever been, like okay. more skilled than they've ever been. And I, I and think- I was talking about the athletes. I just feel like that that me. I have this 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 I impression. Believe- okay, I think it's it could be part of. We are so used to seeing one person dominate and everyone chase as part of kind of their catching onto their tails as they do it. And here we had some of the most evenly matched top contenders where the perception was nobody was running away away with it. Therefore no one was ultimately performing and dominating on the rest of the field. Whereas it could just be is those top three to five athletes are so good against each other. It visually doesn't look like anyone is dominating the sport. Therefore we don't have dominant athletes within these rankings because of we're used to Matt crushing everybody, Tia crushing everybody, Rich winning every event on Sunday. And I just think it's the the perception might have come across like that. And plus we had such a deflating into the men's competition as well. It was shaking up to be the most competitive who is going to win final in history, say for Tia and Carr in 2017. Okay, fair. Okay, I like that. Okay, you talked me off the ledge. I was about to jump. Okay, good, good. I, 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 I'm buying it. Are you buying it, Pedro? Yeah, I agree. You, you didn't have to be sold though. You, you already were. You already knew. Yeah, I, I own the, the Chase is always right T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, spin. Uh, and any, 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 like, um, what if I were to say this? Is, is this just a complete, complete lie that CrossFit, um, uh, affiliates were once at fifteen thousand. Now, I'm making this up. Now, now it's at ten thousand. The sport is at least it, it's it's kind of in a in a retraction. Um, the, sorry, it's not in a retraction now. I actually think it's in a growth now. But for the past two years, it's been in a retraction. So we've seen a lull in talent that is that took a while to affect the top tier of the sport, and we saw it this year. And then from here up, it's only upward and onward. Like it took me a second to be able to articulate it, but that's actually what I'm thinking. I'm thinking during the COVID years, maybe so many gyms closed. There was a lull in talent, a lull in participation. And, and now, you know, those things take a while to reach to the top. And now it hit the top and, and two years later. But, and, and so this was kind of the worst year, but from here it's upward and onward again. Now we're back into a growth phase. Any truth to that? You buying that chase? Well, do, do you like the ben? real answer to the someone who actually works in the affiliate department for CrossFit? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, sorry, yes, sorry. I forgot you do that too. Jesus, you wear a lot of hats. I just think of you as an ESPN fucking stooge. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, the lowest churn we've had in five years is where we're sitting at as CrossFit affiliates. It's the most high trajectory we've had going up for the last two years for the CrossFit mm. affiliates. 
Okay. Um, technically, we peaked out at the, you know, everyone thinks it's like we topped out in 18, and that's actually not true. Um, and the, the descent started happening once the changes after 2018 were made. Okay. Not COVID. COVID, okay. you know, exacerbated that a bit, a bit. But since 2021, we've been trending up, and we're now in the biggest trend and climb of new affiliates coming in, the lowest churn we've ever had in the history of the company as far as percentage. Lowest churn meaning retention's good. Better yes. than it's been in the history of the company. Okay. And history. so, so in, in the history of the company. Okay. So that, that could be true than what I'm saying. Yes. I just wanted to clarify. Right. Thank you. And I appreciate it. So, yeah. so I am sensing that this talent pool at the game, not, not that it's not amazing. Don't get me wrong. I still don't think that the fucking Olympics or the ding dongs out there can hold a candle to it. I just think that we've seen kind of a, um, we turned the water off. It took two years for the hose to stop turning water. It finally uh, – it didn't come out this year, and then now the water's back on, and from here it's upward and onward. Are you buying that spin at all? Or, I, Yes. I, I, I'm not sure I would say it's the, – the talent – new talent is completely tied to affiliate growth, but I would say that I think we're starting to see those athletes who might have been interested in starting around that time start to actually make it right. Like, uh, Abigail Domit started in 2020. Um, and so like those athletes who may not have had a chance in 19 or 20, uh, to make it. And they were kind of working their way up. I think we're going to start seeing those athletes have an, uh, have an opportunity. We see a lot of those. We know a lot more athletes in the semifinal range that we had high expectations for this year. And so do we see them now make that jump next year? Well, so all of this is scuppered when CrossFit changed it to a field of 20 instead of 40. And they could, you know, like when they changed the qualification system, all of these kind of yeah. talk of like, oh, new people and, you know, it all gets kind of like suppressed again a little bit for a while where it's going to be a lot harder to get in and experience is going to play a role and stuff. But then another good thing is like if you have, on the men's side, you know, like Chase is saying, we missed out on that race at the end. But if you have Ricky coming back in and a fit Roman, you've got that next year. If you have Tia coming back in and her and Laura are duking it out for an entire week, like, you know, you, there's there's definitely going to be, I think what Savannah's saying of like, oh, will we start seeing the culmination? I think next year you'll see it when there's a hopefully a fully fit field on both sides. You'll see mm -hmm. the benefits of this year plus the history coming back in. The mental health of everyone, great. Uh, there's no draft in the United States, um, no uh, COVID-65, and um, no alien attack. Yeah. You we don't give a shit about aliens. They already oh, said yeah. that. Nobody batted an eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Steven Flores, uh, can we uh, agree that Rogue is more prestigious than the games? More exclusive. Yeah. more. It's more rewarding, isn't it? Depends on... Yeah semantics but i, I don't know the, the games the are pretty amazing still wanna, athletes still want to be the rogue the, the the crossfit games champion more than rogue Ro rogue's like, a showcase right yeah so prestige it, it, games exclusive like the like the most exclusive showcase uh, yeah. i mean rogue you can't get more i can't, I can't get much more exclusive than the rogue invitation i mean you know, it, and it, i mean it, that it, in a total positive sense uh, SEMA Globes, not by attendees. Boy, that's that's an interesting. Uh, the games are. I, I haven't been to Australia's semifinal. It sure as fuck looks wild. 
but man, the games are so well attended. Yeah. It, it kind of leads me to the question of like, you look at some of these athletes and we talk about the tiers, right? If you're not a top tier athlete, what's, what's it better for you to do? Like you look at Luka Dukic, he goes and competes every other freaking weekend and mm. pulls a podium spot almost every time and probably makes more in prize money than half the field at the CrossFit games in a year. But he's not having that accolade of him. I mean, he'll never be, he'll never be taken as seriously as Lazar because he doesn't qualify. Do you know what I mean? He's always like, no matter how many competitions he wins or podiums or whatever, he's not Lazar because Lazar has been to the games multiple times, you know? Right, but what do you right. want? Like, do you want to be more popular, or do you? No, but I'm just saying the prestige of the. That's the prestige oh, yeah, yeah. of the games. Like, that's the difference. But that's a good point about uh, Luca. It's like everyone's busy trying to call for the games. He's yeah. going out there just winning these mid-tier <laughs> competitions. Right. Uh, this is th this is interesting. Uh, you know, um, you know, simile. Uh, CrossFit is a Super Bowl. Rogue is uh, the All Star Game. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say verbatim, mm -hmm. actually. Although that brings in the laissez-faire attitude. I think the All-Star <laughs> game does have a laissez-faire attitude, and I do think what Colton is saying is true, that uh, that's real fucking money at um, at Rogue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think for those that are competing for the top spot, where there's 200,000 plus, or the podium has you know good money, but once you get down to that 11th through 20th, I'm not sure Sunday you're sitting there going, I need to really push myself at this point. Yeah. But there's also the thing of like, I've spoken to loads of athletes who've been to the games and then the first year they leave with regrets where they're like, I was just so happy to be there. I was just, you know, that kind of way. Whereas like, if you're going to Rogue, you've been around the block, you know, you've been to the games more than likely. You've been to, you know, you've competed at a high level. So you're not going there with anything other than an attitude of like, all right, I'm here now. I need to showcase myself. I need to, play. you know, you're not going to leave being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have enjoyed it so much. Whereas I think first year at the games, a lot of people suffer that. I, I wish I wish I was a big enough sports fan to understand this. Uh, I said this earlier in the chat. Um, U.S. Open games is U.S. Open. Rogue is Masters. I don't know I like what that. sport that is. What sport is that? Golf? Golf. No. Oh. Checkers. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> tennis. It's tennis. Doesn't tennis have a Masters and an Open? It has an open. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't have a master's. And the, actually, that's pretty good because, like, the open, anyone can qualify. Just mm -hmm. if you shoot the right score in a qualifying match to make the U.S. Open. And the masters, I believe it's just rank off your worldwide mm -hmm. ranking as yeah. an invite to that. Yes. Right? The masters is, I mean, someone would say this, the most prestigious yeah. and, and exclusive golfing event in the world where the u.s open is just as important and popular but it's a it's just a different way to qualify yeah. it yeah. and a smaller field of masters yeah I, I, maybe i'm just biased because i've just because i've been around me, me, me I, it's hard you have to ask someone who hasn't been around as long as probably most of us have been around because we've been around in a time when there was no rogue it's hard for me to compare anything to the games i still think the games is it right like that, but, I'm that's not against, but I'm not against Rogue buying the games either. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Uh, Chase Ingram, uh, participant at the affiliate program at CrossFit HQ and ESPN commentator. Mr. Spin. 
uh, fastest. Uh, uh, anyone want to bring anything else up? Sorry, I started the exit strategy. No, okay. we're good. Dubai invitationals have gone out. We didn't get to those. We'll get to those next week. Um, John Young didn't show up. He'll be here next week. Thank God John didn't show up. We don't have enough space for John. He's in the comments. He's competing. He briefly oh, he's, showed up. He's competing for what? Uh, there's the BCS Classic in uh, College Station, Texas. It's a pairs competition. Uh, CrossFit Mayhem actually has a huge presence um, with them as well. Actually, I think oh. most of them are down there for it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a really big event here in Texas. B say it, BCS? BCS Classic. BCS Classic. Oh, well, is it is it being streamed at all? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. See, they're all there. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, shit. we actually talked to a gentleman there. That gentleman there. Angelo's, oh, shit. Angelo's competing again already? I think with Rich. Yeah, Rich has gone down there several years. Maybe yeah, they also do like a huge fundraiser thing too. Like it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, Rich and Angelo are partners. Oh, Rich is not married anymore to Hillary. It, 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 Rich and Angelo are. <laughs> they finally. They finally. Cool. Get them scheduled, Susan. Let's find out how that happened. Yeah. God, look how skinny Rich is. My goodness. Was he on amphetamine? Oh my goodness. Scratch that for the record. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chase Ingram, thanks for joining us. Mr. Spin, the fastest news in the CrossFit space over at the Barbell Spin. Pedro, uh, the funniest guy uh, in the CrossFit space. Um, Matt Souza, executive producer of the Seven Podcast. Uh, Mr. Beaver, uh, behind the scenes, CEO flag, my dear friend, confidant, man who makes me look smart, looks up words. Caleb's really good on the um, the shows with just you and him. I just wanted to say that publicly. I said it to him privately, but I wanted to say it <laughs> what what other shows does he do? I'm just curious. What are you comparing it compared to the shows? Not at me, because usually it's the three of us, <laughs> me, you, and Caleb. So um, I feel like he comes into his own when it's just Savannah and uh, Caleb. He comes I told into you his to own. Keep that between us. God. <laughs> hey. And Susie, you I'm do a, another podcast once a week, or third. You do you you have another podcast where you do. Um, oh, yeah, so does Chase. Like, Chase. The all you fuckers have other podcasts too. All these guys also have other podcasts. Jeez, he has uh, two other podcasts. <laughs> oh my god, yes, Chase is. God, Chase, you wear a lot of hats. Get with the programming and the CrossFit podcast. Sorry, and Susie, you have a podcast. What's your other podcast? It's called Through the Grapevine, and it's about the small businesses of Livermore. And so, uh, and Caleb. Uh, pulls um, light bulbs out of uh, the U.S. military's ass when they uh, have too much time off. He's a nurse. And uh, Mr. Spin also, uh, Mr. Spin. I think of Mr. Spin's podcast is where um, I um, steal people from, or vice versa. Sometimes. Oh right. And, and Pedro has one um, that's uh, in a foreign language called Coffee Pods and Wads. I'll translate it for you. Captions for that one. Someone asked here, John, in the comments. Uh, how I feel about you always getting the name of, of my show wrong. Um, I get the, sh the name of your show right now. I've just changed your name. Yeah, well, sometimes I still get it wrong. Um, <laughs> but like, it's funny. It's funny how people's minds work. Like, I'm like, man, I'm just happy to be involved in the conversation. And other people are like, oh, you must be so annoyed that he gets your name wrong or that he gets like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just happy to be sitting at the table. He's the, Pedro's like, Pedro, does it bother you that um uh, 
that you get kicked a lot? No, no, I'm, I'm more than happy to get the uh, attention. He's the dog that like gets stepped on and oh, I can't believe yeah. it. I, I'm, like, do, do you mind getting yeah. kicked? I'm just happy no. for some physical contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's your camera? Uh, I, I'm actually using the camera on the MacBook right currently. now. Yeah, yeah. It's oh good, shit! It? it looks good. Yeah, it looks great. Good job, dude. Shit. Yeah. I got one of these. Oh, oh, wow. oh, for lighting? Yeah, because I have a light here. And then one of my friends is a photographer, and he was like, oh, you should get a little reflector pad the other side. Now, I know it's too bright here because it's too close to the camera, but I need to move some shit. But he's no, like, you get good. one either side. Your shit looks good. That's why I couldn't afford the headphones because I, I bought this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hey, will you text me your address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Thank you. You demand. Yeah, I can't have anyone slouching on the show. All right. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Uh, everyone, uh, thank Pedro. He's the one who really... Um, that was at 4 a.m. now? Yeah, he's the one who got screwed. 10-4. I was distracted. I was distracted for about 10 minutes in the middle because I could hear my son crying, and I was texting my wife being like, do you need me to do anything? Like, do you need me to go get milk, or are we good? God, you're a good dude. <laughs> Such a good guy. Sarah Cox, dad. peptides for all. <laughs> Ma Merry Christmas, peptides for all. Uh, all right, guys, thank you. Uh, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, the Fluffy Duck uh, will be back on. I am going to oh. ask him some really hard-hitting questions. I just don't know what they are yet. Ask him why Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Is, are you a Mahomes fan or is he? He hates Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. he's a Tom Brady fan. Okay, Patrick Mahone's got a weird body. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna run off and obsess on Daniel Brandon. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>